You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast here with your host, Chris Evans, and soon-to-be father, Taylor Welch. Six or seven weeks, maybe seven, seven and a half, seven and a quarter. It could be eight. It could be eight. But we are in the home stretch. Oh, we're in the home stretch, bro. Mm-hmm. How do I know? I'm not allowed to say publicly, but I know. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Dude, you know how this year, it gets really uncomfortable at the very end. So yeah. it's like, my wife is amazing, but she's ready to get this baby out of her. That's for sure. Excited, man. I don't blame Excited. her. I'm excited to do this podcast. I'm excited that, that Edward is on. Hey, what are we talking about today? Let me let me announce the topic today. Today we're talking about your favorite topic, the pyramid scheme of pyramid schemes. Yes, there's a guy at our church. His name is Andrew, and he thinks that my business is a pyramid scheme. And he always asks me, "How much money is it to get in at the top?" Like, just too much more than you can afford, bro. But it's if you, I'm like, hey, it's not a pyramid scheme. You don't, it's, you just have to tell your friends to buy and that's how you make money. That's the, that's the business model. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the pyramid scheme of success. Success. Not a real pyramid scheme, but there's a lot we've, there's a lot we've learned. And I think we kind of triangulated, we've triangulated some of the biggest wins or the biggest learning lessons. You know, we're, we're on pace to do more money this month than we've ever done in our lives and our careers. What's crazy is it's been with, I think, less effort. Yes. Then we've less we've effort. Really, it hasn't less been the stress. grind. It hasn't less been forcing things. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like I remember when you know we were doing hundred k months, and it just felt like it was just the weight of the world was on our shoulders. And you know, I've given this analogy before, like just having a parachute on our backs. Like we're trying to go as fast as we can, dude. We just got like this drag. But it's yeah. amazing the last few months what's happening with our business. We're super excited to share some of this stuff with you guys today. Yeah. So we're going to go through, I think, three big learning lessons, the three pillars of the pyramid scheme of success. Then we're going to talk on the last one about a couple points that can give you, can't tell you what it is. Stay tuned. Number one, Mm. I think this is probably the biggest thing that we've embraced and accepted in the last six months is that everything really is our fault leadership. Now you may be thinking, Hey, I'm a solo entrepreneur. I don't have any employees. doesn't matter. The greatest leverage point you can get is accepting that everything is your fault. At the end of the day, everything comes down to you, your choices, your outlook, how you communicate to people, how you respect people. Man, I think back to like two years ago and I just think of like, man, we were kind of disrespectful. (laughs) Is that okay to admit? Yeah. We were very, very self-centered both of us. And I have learned and you have learned that, you know, when people come to work for us at one of our companies or when we're talking to clients, it is all about how we can service the dreams of the people around us, including our employees. Yeah. Big lesson for me. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think, you know, it's really important because you made the comment of, well, I don't have a team. What if I don't have a team? 
Dude, it's amazing how many people don't know how to lead themselves. Yeah. And they discount the fact that they have to do that. You know, and I feel like in the last several months, we've really been going through this with our team. And it's taken us a lot to develop our leadership abilities and to lead by example. And what we're trying to do now is, is kind of that tier two, is develop other leaders on our team. And what it's required for them to be successful, like they have to be healthy. They have to work out. They have to drink water, like basic principles. You know, in the in average society, man, they don't they don't operate at that level. You know, just like you're a high performance machine, you have to take care of yourself. Physically, you have to have vision. Yeah, you have to have goals. You're talking about physically, but it's everything. It's also it's your it's your emotional health. We all know people that are physically fit, but they're emotionally obese, and you're not taking. They're not taking care of themselves. They're not taking care of the way that they get. Their identity, if your identity comes from other people, you're going to get mauled every single day mm. of your life. If your confidence comes from other people, you're emotionally unfit. So it's physical, it's Ooh. emotional, it's spiritual. It is all of the above. And I think the word that we use in our culture with TF is holistic. We have holistic salespeople. We have holistic marketing people. We have holistic operations staff. Yep. It's not that they just come in and they do a good job maybe with their work, but people come in and holistically they become better, hopefully a better parent, a better spouse. They become more mature. That's the game. Yep. Yeah, it's something that you really have to practice and exercise in every area. And you do, man, like you have to be healthy in every area. And yep. this is a big I think this is probably one of the biggest barriers to people growing to where they want to go is they don't have leadership first for themselves. Like they don't know how to walk out every day at a high level, operate at a high level, take care of themselves physically, spiritually, much like the stuff that you're talking about. And I think a lot of this comes down to is clarity. Like you first have to know where you're going. And that's one of the big challenges that we've had in the past, I feel like is either we didn't really know where we were going or we had way too much, like too many directions we could go. And so how in the world could our team have clarity. How in the world could they know like the proper levers to pull in the business? And I think a lot of people listening, man, it's the same thing for them. Even if they're solo entrepreneurs, do they have no clarity on where to go in their business? And so they don't have no idea what levers to pull. They don't know if they should be doing something versus hiring it out. Hey, let me ask you a question, bro. Let me ask you a question. If you could be the greatest marketer of all time or the healthiest person, holistically of all time, which would you pick? Healthiest. Yeah, this is something I can freaking hear people in their cars being like, this is the smartest guys at marketing. What are they talking about? And it's like, dude, you are destined to, to have struggles the rest of your life because marketing is a skill set. Health yeah. is really an identity. And so you, you can have great marketers that are unhealthy and man, they don't, they don't last. They don't, they're yeah. not around. They are in it one day and out of it the next. And so, I mean, if you guys want to talk about sales letters, we can talk about sales letters, but we don't see people taken out of the game because they don't know how to run ads. We do. I have not, I can't think of one person who has been kicked out of their business because they don't know how to deal with something on Facebook. Mm. Have you? No. I haven't seen one entrepreneur have to close their doors because they don't know how to sell the best. 
but I have seen people who aren't healthy and how they think about themselves and their goals. And so they don't make investments into mentors to learn things because they're afraid and they're fear driven, but it all comes back to them being unhealthy. Yep. They're kicked out of the game that way. You kind of touched on this, but number two, what's number two? Hey, I just want to hit one more thing on this. Bro, you always do this. You write the material and then you change the material. I have to. I'm a man of the people. And so I'm going to do this for the people. Okay, go. Go for it. (laughs) I think this also comes down to like what just on your last comment about uh, on the thing of of knowing to hire mentors. That's one of the biggest pivot points, leverage points for us is when we've hired mentors and it goes back to that leadership. Like if you don't know where you're going, right, then it's hard for you to make that decision to invest properly. And for us, that's been one of the biggest leverage points in our business is knowing when to invest. But again, you have to have leadership. Like you have to have a direction, right? And so this, this, dude, this comes up a lot when we have people to come in and, and they have to talk to their spouse about, hey, you know, I want to jump into client kit or uh, invest in this program or this tool or whatever. If you're not demonstrating that leadership, if you're not leading by example and you're not showing up, uh, you know, in your family, and have like a clear direction on where you're going, it's going to be hard for anybody around you to believe you, let alone you believing yourself, right? So take small steps and moving forward. So remember, if you're just hopping in, we're talking about growth lessons that we've really learned in the last six months or so that have, you know, we've doubled our, this is crazy. I just not thought of this. We've doubled our business since December. Yeah. TF has doubled. We were, we were plateaued for quite a bit. Yeah. Number one is leadership, taking responsibility for everything. Ownership. You could say leadership and ownership are really similar, taking personal ownership. Yep. The, the second thing is really understanding and controlling our growth levers. This is where we can get into some marketing talk if people want us to. But this is really, Chris has pioneered this. Really looking at the different points in our business. Here's what we need to control if we want to grow and taking full control over those, knowing which levers we can push, which ones we cannot. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, first of all, people really overcomplicate this. You know, we had a live stream in with our mastermind last week because a lot of these people are gunning for six figures a month. A lot of them are very close to it. Uh, many of them have already hit it. And I think it's just when you're in the day to day, if you don't have the, the the goal and the plan set before you as kind of your recalibration, and of course, the, the morning formula, all that stuff we talk about, but if you don't have a simplistic goal, a simplistic plan set before you that you're marching towards every day, then you're not going to know like what you need to press, what you need to pull on, like what you need to push on. For us, dude, this is a mistake we made last year. This time, I mean, we had like 25 different goals versus one or two, and yep. it's completely changed the game. And this is one of the reasons why we preach: okay, you should have one offer to one market because it really makes your business, and especially on a marketing side, very, very simplistic. And even that it's people tend to, to overcomplicate it. And so for us, you know, we drive opportunity on the front and we make a lot of offers and it just comes down to those two things. My job right now is driving the opportunity, right? With my team, Taylor's job is making the offers with his team. And if you focus on these two growth levers, you as, even though you might be solo, you might have two people, three people, 10 people on your team, whatever you as a CEO, essentially, it's important for you to focus on these two things, driving opportunity leads, applications, and making offers. 
Yeah, you just you don't need that much to hit your goals. People are doing so many different things that aren't necessary. Like you don't, you don't. You need a phone. You need a, a clarity on who you're ser- serving and what you're doing for them, and then you need a way to get those people on the phone. And I mean, people complicate this all the way, all the way. Hey, answer this question real fast. And Bill says, "How do you train yourself to act from a frame of service?" Is it something that you need to work on continuously? What would you say to that? I think it's uh, a muscle that you build. Um, you know, it comes down to you having a vision and your impact goals. Because what we got to, we figured out is every new goal that we would hit in the business, we thought like that was the mountaintop. And it was amazing how fast the new revenue goals would let us down versus us having, you know, zooming out and saying, we're in this to impact a lot of people's lives and to give freedom and control back to families. Mm. Right. And working from that point is way more impactful for us. And it's like a feedback loop. It's like a fly. And so I think you just need to step back and get out of survival mode. If you're in survival mode, right. If you're just like trying to freaking pay your bills, you got to build some momentum. Yep. And one more thing for this is people abandon this too quickly. Hmm. Uh, they put a post out on Facebook or they run one ad like, Oh my God, it didn't work. It, di- it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. The people who win, dude, is they go back over and over and over. And people don't realize this, like how much you and I have been beat up. How many no. times we failed? Dude, every day, every day, something breaks. At the beginning, it was really bad. It was really, really, really bad at the beginning, especially for me, man. I feel like you slid by a lot of the beatings that I took. Just because of time, you 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 grew slower, but you grew probably healthier than I did. Yeah, you had a lot of whiplash, ton of whiplash, and what it, it caused a lot of problems. Because let me tell you guys this: like when you go from making thirty grand in a year to thirty grand in a day, that screws you up. Like it messes with how you think about everything. But people also definitely like, underestimate it. Yeah, and I went through I feel like years of pain. I got very familiar with pain. To an unhealthy, like physical, like because Missy's kind of stronger Missy than you. So. <laughs> yeah, she Missy would win in a fight, dude, hands down. She's like, "How many offers did you make? How many offers did you <laughs> make? Did it. You ready for number three, or do you have another point you would like to add?" Uh, let me think about it. No. All right, here's what I think the most valuable currency is in any business, bar none. It's the most valuable currency. Lean in, boys and girls, fathers, daughters, mothers, and sons. Everyone lean into what I'm about to tell you. I think that this is the most valuable, coveted, and potentially rare currency in any business. And it's called Mo 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 Momentum. You missed one momentum. Mo. Momentum. Man, we have gotten momentum and then lost momentum. And we've started yeah. momentum and then we have disrespected momentum and lost it again. And this is one of those things. It's almost an intangible, but you can feel it when you're in momentum. You can feel it when things are that momentum. If you want to, this is how I view it is when the actual process itself pulls you forward. Mm -hmm. You know, we got somebody starting on the sales. They started a couple of weeks ago and it's like, they don't have any momentum and they are, they are having to push themselves Every single day. Momentum happens when all of a sudden you begin to be pulled by the flywheel, by the process. 
And uh, there's a couple keys, but you know, in the last 60 days, you know, we've got $150,000 into real estate. We're acquiring four to $500,000 in asset backed properties across the country. We just signed a seven figure lease deal. We've got about 160 grand cash in that. We're about $170,000 a month in payroll, $250,000 in ads. I mean, there is, we would have to try to stop the momentum that we have right now as a company. And it's just a sweet place to be. And you want to get to that place and you want to do whatever you can to keep it going. Yeah. And so I think there are three key things that really help you create momentum that a lot of people don't have. We can talk about that, but momentum is sacred. It's to be honored and respected and taken care of, not to be taken for granted. This is why, man, I hate lifestyle businesses. I don't hate the entrepreneurs. I don't hate the entrepreneurs behind them as much, maybe a little bit. You don't hate the center. Dude, they are so disrespectful of their momentum. When they get something going, everything reverts back to being all about them and they want to go live in Tahiti. It's a dishonoring of really business principles. It's a lack of momentum in their lives. And so you want to take us through some of these three points. And by the way, if you're a lifestyle business, there is hope for you. Just come be a client. We'll teach you the ways. Momentum, three keys to momentum. Why are you staring at me like that? Uh, I was just going to ask you a question. Okay, (laughs) cool. I mean, you don't have to get angry. I'm just wondering, man. It's like, is this something in my teeth or something? No, no, no. So a lot of people, they're, you know, under, under 20 grand a month in revenue. What would you say is one of the most important things for them to get momentum to that point in their business? Sales, just make more sales. We have a training called Barriers. And we basically walk through the different plateaus that people hit in their business. And we have a barrier for under 20, under 50, under 100, and then getting past 300. And there are different things. But there's only one thing per barrier that you have to focus on. And under 20K is sales. And this training kind of teaches you how to do that. And if you're listening to the podcast, what email can they use to get this training? Support. Support at trafficandfunnels.com. This is about an hour-long training. And uh, it under 20 grand a month, like you've got to get, you've got to get momentum with your ability to sell. And these three things right here, dude, like these three things we're about to talk about is something that, you know, we were doing this before we had momentum. We were doing it before we made a hundred grand a month. We were doing it before we made 600 grand a month. You know, you can't wait. It's easy to look at other people and be like, well, if I had their team, no, 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 no. If I had their influence, if I had their good looks, it's really unfair that we were born this way. Um, I'm sorry. Not everyone gets this face, but <laughs> this blatantly goes against the first thing, which is ownership. And so you got to be doing the right things before you get the right results. So the first thing, first key to creating momentum. Goals. Goals. Yes, Man, why, how, why do people not have goals? It's amazing, dude. Like we weren't we weren't raised. The majority of the population were not raised on how to create goals. White goals are important. Dude, I never I heard you, that. I thought you just said white goals are important. Wow. And I was about to be like, there's Charlotte for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no. Why? Why? Tell us some of your goals that you have right now. Well, real estate is a big goal. You know, I have goals to where I want to take my family on a vacation at least twice a year, be able to invest in them. Another big goal for me is to be able to invest in really amazing nonprofits 
support orphanages, anti-human trafficking efforts, you know, and leave ultimately for my family, leave a legacy and an inheritance. Those are, those are kind of big, big things. What's very close is duplicating myself. That's a big goal of mine right now. Duplicating myself to where what I do for the company is redundant. Whether I'm here or I'm not, like the company marches on and we can expand and take new ground, new territory. You? That it, bro? Just gonna let I mean, I want to be healthy. Right there. I want to be healthy physically. Do you have these goals written down somewhere? I do. Yeah. So my goals are a little more specific. I want to get TF to a consistent 12 million. I want to get sales mentor to a consistent 300,000. I want to steward the cash coming from those into investments. We want $80 million portfolio value in five years. We want four key partnerships in different uh, diversifying influence. I think the more specific you can get with your goals, the better, the more power you're going to get from them. But this is the first thing is just knowing where you're going. Do you know where you're headed? Because most people don't. And you can't create momentum if you're just shoving a boulder around aimlessly, have no idea. There's no depth perception. There's no targets. There's no, you get a lot of juice from knowing that I'm halfway through this. Yeah. And people don't have that. The second thing is small wins, small wins. If you want to win in the big things, the easiest way to do that is to start winning in the little things. And people want to make a million dollars a month, but they don't want to look at doing an end-of-day review because to them, an end-of-day review doesn't matter. I'm telling you, you begin to get momentum in the little activities. You go into the gym every day, you're holding staff meetings and you're having good meetings and you're creating good products and you just start stacking up this momentum in the little things and that transfers into the big things. It's a big deal, right? Yeah, like for example, that, you know, we, we have what we call lead and lag indicators, right? So before you can get to the revenue, you have to have lead indicators. And for us, that was a certain amount of leads and a certain amount of applications, right? At one point, it was a thousand leads a month and a hundred applications. And we break that down daily. And it makes it way more doable versus, oh my God, I have to figure out how to get a hundred people on the phone. Yep. Yep. You build that momentum. Dude, that is wise, man. You have wisdom of which wisdom. no one even knows. You have wisdom. wisdom in places that no one has even seen. Uh, the third thing is impact in the feel good. This is only we talked. We had a quarter. We're having quarterly meetings with some of our people right now, and we talked about this yesterday. Is like, man, making a positive difference makes you feel really good, really good, man. Makes you feel yeah. good. the The great thing about momentum is a lot of times you can get momentum simply in the act of positively contributing to someone else's life. I said this in a post a while back. It's no longer enough for me to get to the top of the mountain. I want to be dragging people behind me. That's winning to me. We have redefined winning as it's not just us hitting our goals. It's other people hitting their goals because of their association with us. And dude, that's probably a huge source of our momentum that we feel that we just do it naturally. We don't even think about it. But man, how many times have you had a conversation with someone on your team, help them get over something and you got a pocket of energy from that? Yeah. All the time, man. All the time. Anything to add on this? Well, I think it doesn't, you know, for us, there's a lot of financial contribution right now. And it's not always financial contribution too, right? Like if you have this insight 
and you understand like how much fulfillment comes out of impacting other people's lives and how good it makes you feel, then I think you will have that as a goal. And then you will do the things necessary in your life and your business to invest properly. And that a lot of that is time, right? Like, you know, developing a new skill to where you can positively impact other people's lives, right? But you have to have the end in mind and everything that you're doing. I just want to be rich, bro. I know you do, man. All I care about, man. It's like, boo, give me these. All you care about is Rolex. So hot in here. Green. So hot in here, bro. Hey, a couple questions. What else? else? questions here. Let me get them for you. Can you share what tools you use to track and optimize conversions from your different traffic sources? I think you can. Yeah, we use quite a few tools. Supermetrics, Wicked Reports, and Google Sheets. And the calculator on my phone. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Are you making lives every day? No, not every day. And I wouldn't recommend it. He's about once a year right now. Me? Yeah. Once a year, dude. What are you talking about? Are you making lives every day? Making Facebook lives? I'm not doing as many Facebook lives as I used to. Life is a dude. Used to, used to, I did a lot, but I'm not doing any more uh, as many anymore because we're we've got so many things stacked up on our schedules, dude. If you look up at uh at April, by the way, if you haven't, I don't know if the productivity pack is even going to be available anymore. Uh, but we sold a lot of them, and this is like the productivity system that we use for our teams. I just did April, and dude, April is freaking gone. It's literally gone. Every day in the month is gone. So we got the sales training trip in Dominican. We moved to the new offices, which can be crazy. We've got the elite event in town, which you're in town for. And then the last week we have a product launch and then it's May and my baby girl's due in May. So basically I will see you guys in June or July. So I'm not going to be doing a lot of Facebook lives the next few weeks, but it's awesome to feel the momentum of like, dude, the month is already gone. We've already got it all mapped out. May is already mapped out and uh, we're going to make a lot of money, help a lot of people. Dude, what? What is there that we would rather be doing? <laughs> About a billion dollars in my bank account, I'd still be doing the same thing. I'd be waking yeah. up, coming in, training people. That's the key, dude. I think what you just said is really important. Most things I say are? No, just that one thing. <laughs> just that one thing is really important. <laughs> Falling in love with what you're doing. Yeah. I, if you can get to that place and you can enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, then it's going to be really hard for you not to hit those goals that you set. Oh, yeah. That's a groove that we've gotten in. Do you agree? 100%, dude. Guys, it's been an honor to be with you. Go to uh, monthlymemos.com, www.wealthsecretsbook.com. We just ordered a couple thousand more copies. People are raving about the book. And uh, we got some really cool stuff for you coming up next month. We will announce it in due time. And see you guys soon. 